On this week's Quest for Gold, they did it again. The U.S. men's volleyball team has qualified for the Summer Olympics. They beat the Netherlands 3-1 at the FIVB qualification in Rotterdam this week. The U.S. men's volleyball team ranked number two in the world. Back in 2016 in Rio, they took home the bronze, though they haven't won the gold since 2008. On the roster, Jeff Jendrick and Thomas Jeschke, both of Wheaton, though this does not necessarily mean they will be a lock for the Olympic roster. She did it again, Simone Biles, becoming the first woman in history to win six U.S. gymnastics championships. She cleanly hit her triple-double in the floor exercise. Her all-around score of 118.5 was almost a full five points ahead of the second-place finisher. The next big event, the World Championships in Germany in October. Biles would seem to be a shoo-in for the Olympic roster that includes five, including one alternate. At the Pan Am Games, U.S. hammer thrower Gwen Berry raised a fist after winning a gold medal, while fencer race Imboden took a knee during his gold medal winning ceremony. Imboden saying after the goal was to put the focus on racism, gun control, mistreatment of immigrants, and a president who spreads hate. U.S. athletes do sign agreements not to make remarks or release propaganda of political, religious, or racial nature of any kind during the games. It's unclear what, if any, punishment will be handed down to these athletes. And mediation is underway between U.S. women's national team players and U.S. U.S. soccer, the female players are suing the Federation demanding equal pay as the men. The two sides still seem far apart. This week, we take a look at a new sport entering the fray in Japan in 2020. Well, it's not a new sport, but a returning sport. Softball was removed from the 2012 and 2016 games, but it's making a tentative return in 2020. Where it goes beyond that, still unknown. I had a chance to talk with Natasha Watley, a gold and silver medalist from the 2004 and 2008 teams, about the state of softball. She was in Chicago last week for the Empowering Girls for Life event alongside former USA teammates and Chicago bandit Jenny Finch. We're just speaking to young ladies and letting them know like anything is possible. Um, Letting them know whatever they want to achieve in life, they could do it. They just got to put their mind to it, um, put in the work. That thing comes overnight, and I think just letting them know anything is possible. A lot of the focus is obviously on the field with athletes, but there's been so much kind of off-the-field stuff going on lately, the Me Too movement, Um, the Dr. Larry Nassar stuff. Have you been following much of that? Okay, but obviously there were aware. we've got there were a lot of courageous young women and girls that that stood up. Does that kind of bring an interesting dynamic to this situation when you're talking to girls about not just empowerment on the field, but you know yeah. having control off 100%. the hundred percent? And I think even you know as you go through the ranks, like being able to speak for yourself, speak up for yourself, and that's a huge thing. Just being able to hone in your voice. Don't be afraid to speak your mind and speak your voice and like. Your voice is such a powerful thing, and I think that's a thing, especially as young girls, we're taught to be humble and to, you know, like not play up anything that we've got going on, but especially be proud of what you've got going on, stand up for yourself, speak for yourself, and I think that's that's a big, huge part of it. Um, And I think you can kind of feel that movement, and I mean, even watching the U.S. soccer um, just kind of win and come home, and like the message that they're sending, it's like, we deserve, we, we are enough, we deserve just as much as the men are getting paid. And I think just being able to speak up and being able to voice that, it's huge. Let, let's let's talk a little bit about the Olympics. Uh, first of all, where are your medals right now? My medals, they are in a drawer in my house. I won't tell you which drawer. <laughs> in case you come over for 
dinner. Sure, sure. <laughs> I assume you're excited. It's been out for two cycles. Uh, softball's been out for two cycles. They're bringing it back for Japan. No guarantee, though, that it's going to move beyond that. Tell me a little bit about what you're thinking about USA softball right now, the Olympics. Well, right now, we're all super excited. We're just happy it's back. I've been playing over in Japan the last 11 years, and like softball in Japan is outrageous. Softball, baseball, they like love the sport. So super excited to see softball in Japan 2020. Post that, I mean, obviously, like we're just living in the moment, and hopefully uh, what happens in 2020 is a strong enough sing. Uh, make, 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 maybe we're making a statement as a sport that we do belong, and maybe something, some miracle happens, and, but it doesn't look like it's going to be that way at at the moment it doesn't appear that it'll be that way but um, I think for softball we just want to keep continuing to push our sport forward however we can obviously the Olympics is our biggest stage for us and um, we're just going to like go all in in 2020 and support um, however we can support and hope for the best. Where where has softball been? I feel like I'm seeing it a lot more on television now. ESPN, Big Ten Network. Is 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 it getting? Is the talent getting better? And is are you getting more exposure? One hundred percent. Talent all around is way better. Um, collegiately, from East Coast to West Coast, you don't know who's going to win on any given day. Um, I think here in the states, we're good. And I think that's been the problem with softball is it's not an international sport and so um, but what we are seeing is what we'll see in 2020 is more American born girls playing for other countries so we have a ton of American born girls Mexican Americans um, a lot of girls that are playing for um, Venezuela um, they're all over so I think we're going to see I think that's going to help the competition uh at 2020, so I think we're going to see it be the competition being elevated because I think in the past it's just been a Japan, USA, Australia, you've got your or Canada, like you've got your top four teams, and it doesn't seem like it's a worldly sport. Um, but I think that that's going to help it moving forward in 2020. Does, does the silver medal hurt? I mean, did you mm. did you would you like to convert that thing to gold if you had a choice? Well, of course. I mean, of course, I would love to go back and do a do over if I could go and do a do over again, um, but. I mean, I think, you know, there's so many lessons that were learned from winning a silver medal. I think it's, you know, a lot of work went into that. And sometimes you don't get the outcome that you hoped for or that you thought you were going to get. And I think it's just being proud of that and just knowing, like, that it doesn't define you. And I think that all those things, um, you know, you kind of go into a lull and a little bit of a depression. And, like, uh, you train for literally your whole life but like 12 months leading up to this thing you're training to win this gold medal and when it doesn't happen it seems like complete failure but I think the biggest thing is that it didn't define who we were as women and we still were able to move our sport forward and and still put it out there and came home and people were so proud. So you've been spending a lot of time in Japan? I've been spending a lot of time in Japan. Are they ready for this? They are 100 million thousand percent ready like they've been training the last two years they've put a head coach they named a head coach last year we just named our head coach this year so they are ready and um, if you know anything about Japanese culture they're always like regiment militant (laughs) Um, definitely are going to put their best foot forward and they're going to prepare like nobody can prepare so we've got to be ready for that Um, 
as far as the venues and the and the space and everything yeah, like that? They'll be ready. They'll yeah. be ready. Like everything's gonna be in tick tock top not shape like everything is going to be spectacular clean it's going to i i'm excited for it because they'll put on a show and they're all about showcasing their country um and they're definitely about um showcasing their culture and definitely i think it's going to be a high a, a top-notch event so when they put the when when u.s softball goes there i mean is it gold or bust i mean is that the mentality you have to have oh, gold or bust 100 percent like it, it is gold or bust because there's so much riding on this Olympics because um, we're not for sure what's going to happen in the future and we've been out the last two so it's kind of like this is the only shot for these young ladies so um, I think we're putting our best foot forward um, but I, I, I think no matter what there's still a lot of work to be done um, and you know as a Olympian, we're totally supporting our girls and supporting the best way that we can and however we can. Next week, we'll talk USA Golf on Quest for Gold, only on WGN Radio. I'm Ryan Burrow.